1: everyone. I am really happy that you're joining me today because today's topic is super, super important. Um, You're stuck with, quote, just me um, because I want to make this the month of love in honor of Valentine's Day, except that that's a cheesy holiday and we're going to do it much better. So today is all about loving yourself. And revitalizing those New Year's resolutions, um, or for those, I, I was just interacting with some people on Facebook, hearing that some people don't even make the resolutions because they quote know they'll never keep them. So today, this show is for you. Um, I I know that January first is this big marker that we put so much pressure on ourselves, and we think we're going to lose weight, or we do lose weight. Some people do. It's true. But for me the holidays and the markers were always when I would gain more weight because I would put so much pressure on myself like this time I'm going to do it and this year's going to be so much different and you you start out of the gate with like way too many things and you put so much pressure on yourself and you don't do it right and then you fail and then you feel awful by February 1st does this resonate with anyone I swear that was what was happening to me and And I also, in the interest of making sure that I stuck to things on January 1st or whatever random day it was, I would add extra kind of, I would eat everything that I might miss. Have we done this? Um, Literally, I would eat everything between now and January 1st that I might ever want again, which only packed on pounds that I then could stick with and you get the cycle. And I will tell you that I lost my weight starting on a random day in the middle of the year. (laughs) I don't know which random day, which is kind of exciting, but it was a random day and it didn't need to be January 1st. So I'm kind of thinking maybe let's not tee up and let's just start on February 7th this year. Seven's a lucky number, right? Um, But... Whether or not seven is or not a lucky number, this is, uh, as I said, I think this is one of the most important shows. We all know I love my guests, um, and I have some good ones coming up. And next week, actually, I want to tell you that I have, in the honor of love, you know, for so often we look for, we think of Valentine's Day as love for our partner, but I am so in love with my daughter right now that I decided that I'm going to have the man who started an organization called Raise a Child that helped me wade through the process of getting my child quickly and who kept me sane in the process. Um, He started this not-for-profit called Raise a Child. As I said, I'll talk about this next week. Much and jump back into resolutions and your questions in two seconds, but I just did want to tee that up. Um, If you know anybody who's even thinking of fostering or adopting, I would love for them to join next week's show uh, because it's going to be really good, and and we're going to hear from somebody who um, kind of was in the forefront of of helping people get children in um, when you didn't necessarily think you could. Like, I didn't know that I could as a single person until I met his him and his organization. So anyway, okay, back to changing your life today. So I want to start with uh, some of the blocks we have. I know I've talked about this before, but I know working out is a big thing for people. And finding the motivation to do that. Can I just say, like, in the most blatant terms that I can, weight loss does not come about from working out for the most part. Unless you literally are going to sign up for Biggest Loser, which isn't even on anymore, um, and work out seven hours a day, it's not about the working out. Like, working out is so important for your mental state but it's not important for your actual weight loss. Uh, I like to actually, I had Dr. Travis Stork on a couple of days ago or a couple weeks ago. And it was funny because when I was talking and I mentioned that and he said he agreed, he's like, Yeah, it's like mental Prozac or it's like um, natural Prozac working out. And I agree. I mean, so for me right now, let's talk about what I've been doing because as we know, I've kept 70 pounds off and I just had a baby, right? Or not physically gave birth. I get that's different. But for you moms out there, like I have so much newfound respect and understanding. Like I'm blown away because this is hard. Um, It's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever done in my life. I'm so happy that it was the right decision for me. Um, Because to be honest, like I delayed being a mom for a long time because I thought I wanted it. You know how you're like, oh, I want this thing. And then you get it, and it's just kind of like, eh. And I was truly worried that I really wanted to become, I thought I wanted to become a mom, but I didn't really, really. Like, in my heart, it felt that way. But I was like, maybe I'm selfish. Maybe I really like my own time. Maybe I like being able to jump on a plane and go visit somebody or whatever, and maybe I'll hate this. Um, nope, I don't. I love it to death. I love waking up to her. I love seeing her little smiling face. But it also has really changed my life. And honestly, I'm not even cooking the way I used to because I just plain don't have time. Um, I'm a solo mom, meaning they're like, you know, people call it a single mom. And a lot of single moms like have a partner that they, you know, they're divorced from. So they get some sort of break. Um, Granted, in fairness, I do have a nanny who helps me, um, you know, a portion of the time, but it's not, you know, a ton. Um, And... And then on top of it, I'm running a business. I'm launching my next book right now. My book comes out on March 20th. And these couple months leading up to a book launch are like the busiest time ever. So trying to juggle all of that and make it to the gym honestly has not been easy. And I haven't done it a lot. And the good thing is that I'm not worried and I'm not putting pressure on myself. Um, I am just starting to get back. Like I basically, you know, my number one priority right now is keeping jelly bean healthy and me healthy, which means that I can't necessarily work out really hard. And for those of you beating yourself that you're not beating yourself up, that you're not working out, you know, it's okay. As long as it's not, you know, you're sitting around feeling bad and I will tell you, like I played a tennis match for three hours this weekend by accident. I literally am on a USTA team. I hadn't played in weeks. They needed me last weekend, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. And the match literally went three hours. Now, honestly, if I weren't the kind of person who like really needed to try to win, it didn't need to go that long. Um, but I felt like for my team, I really had to push. And now I'm so, so sore because I haven't worked out in so long. Um, And it made me realize like how much better I feel. So my question to you is like, why aren't you working out? Do you not like it? Like, do you think you don't like it? And if you don't, then what could you do that you would like? Because remember, hopscotch in your backyard is okay. Like it really is. You can, you know, before you... Get your girlfriends, to, do people still watch The Bachelor? I know young girls do. Um, I don't know if my generation does, but but if you, you know, or you're getting friends together to watch This Is Us, or you're getting friends together, like, think of that as a way to maybe do a pre-workout with your girlfriends. When we were kids at slumber parties, we used to do, like, egg races, and we used to hula hoop, and we used to jump rope, and we used to do all sorts of fun things. And I'll never forget, I was around 40 uh, years ago when I met this couple who were in their late 20s, and they didn't know I was 40, and they invited me to a super fun party. Like It was truly the most fun party I'd been to in years, and it was was reenacting the Minute to Win It show. Do you remember that? Uh, And basically, they had us do things like they had pantyhose, and they put a tennis ball in the leg of one of the bottom of the pantyhose and then you put it over your head and you had just like knock over bottles and things, like water bottles that they set up. And it was so funny because like the core workout from that was crazy. And the funny thing is we were laughing the whole night. We were trying to like keep feathers in the air by blowing them. Like, I mean I realize that you're not gonna set up a minute to win it course. I get it. Uh every single time you have friends over. But I'm telling you, like, when I got finished that party, I was actually sore because I don't use the muscle. Like, I don't use my neck muscles swinging my head like that. And I don't bend down and, like, try to keep a feather in the air. So all of these things are things that you could be doing with friends. Like, literally, do one night, have, like, a silly game night and run little relays and things if you have friends that work out. If you don't have friends That work out, that would be one of my biggest New Year's resolutions for you is to find a couple friends who love being active. My very best girlfriend Maria, she and I, like a lot of Friday nights, our favorite thing to do, pre-jelly bean, I can't really do this now, but was to literally get on our bikes, ride the strand, go get our poke bowls, and come home and like watch the sunset and the whole thing. And Without her, obviously, on a Friday night, that wouldn't be satisfying, but because I have a friend who loves doing that also, and we get to see the sunset, and it's just so relaxing, like, that's, I mean, no, that is not a beat yourself up in the gym, and that is not going to, like, give me, like, huge hulking muscles, but that's okay, you don't have to. What about, do you have a girlfriend who likes doing, you know, videos? Like I know Cassie Ho, the Blogilates girl. She's got all these great videos. And I know the Tone It Up girls have videos. And then Brett Hobel, if you want to go crazy and do really hardcore workouts. And Kim Lyons, who was on the show. There's so many people who have exercise videos right now that you can do from your own home that are really, uh, well, Brett's aren't easy. But the rest of them are really easy to just do a five-minute ab thing. And again, like, if you're having trouble on your own, I literally would say that that number one resolution, without a shadow of a doubt, should be finding a girlfriend to do it with, and then also resolution number two would be to commit to doing something new every week until you find something that you're addicted to. Because most people, like if you haven't tried kickboxing, some people love it. I personally didn't, but I know a number of women who was like, oh my god, it's the best release. They absolutely love it. Other women, you know, like me and my whole tribe of people who play beach tennis, like there's nothing like that to me, even over playing regular tennis. Like people want me to play tennis on the weekend. And if I don't have a match with USTA, I'm like, no, I want to be on the beach. Like that feeds my soul. So where is that thing that feeds your soul that drives you to do it? Because honestly, as I said, I mean, the working out part, it just makes me feel good. It really does. And that's, it's not supposed to make you feel bad. And for so many years it did and it can't anymore. Oh, and there's also a lot of companies that have, like, cool jump ropes these days and all sorts of things, like obstacle courses and, you know, there's – well, you know. You get it. So, like, let's table the working out because, as I said, that's – that can be overwhelming to people in and of itself. But if nothing else, like if, until you find that friend, just go walk for 20 minutes, like 20 minutes in your neighborhood. For me right now, when I'm like super crazy busy, I've literally been putting jelly bean in a carrier and I live on a big hill. So just walking up and down the hill gets my heart rate going. And that's enough, especially if it's pretty out, to like make me to get that sort of Prozac-y feeling that I was talking about. But um, before I jump into other things, I kind of want to talk about my morning rituals and what has really helped me. Um, I know a lot of these are counter to what some dietitians say. Isn't that frustrating? Isn't it so frustrating that you know, you hear one thing and people think this one thing and then somebody else says something else and you hear this new diet and everything? It is. It's true. And that's why you have to really focus on you and finding what is right for you. And as I said, I have found what is right for me. Thank God, finally, after years of struggling. And it really makes it much easier. So for me, and I'll tell you where dietitians might disagree, um, so you can really consider like, is this good for you or bad for you? Uh, number one is I skin brush almost every morning. Do you guys know what that is? Does anybody, anybody? So many years ago when I was writing the biggest loser cookbooks, I hurt my back to the point that I couldn't work out at all. And I actually, it was the biggest loser dessert book. What a time to not work out. Like I literally had a doctor tell me not to work out. Um, and so I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And somebody told me about this Hollywood guru who had this thing called her name's Carol Maggio. And she has this thing called no lipo lipo. And it's, I don't believe in surgeries and things. Um, but what she did was this super hardcore massage, like with her knuckles, that actually did bruise me. Like I always looked like I was beaten up, which wasn't ideal. But it's supposed to get your circulation going and break down like that rough fat and stuff. And I know that there's um, there's a like facial blaster I think it is that I've been wanting to try that kind of does the same thing but and Carol has exercise videos I don't even talk to her anymore I mean she's an amazing lady and if you want to look up the videos again it's called no lipo lipo and it's Carol Maggio but I'm not selling those um but so you can do it yourself it's kind of a pain but anyway so she um she did this this no lipo lipo and It is supposed to, like, increase your circulation, break down that tough fat. In the process of it, though, she had me drinking four glasses of green tea every day, which I always did in the first half of the day. Although, if you are, if you have any sort of heart condition or anything... Uh, ask your doctor about that first. Actually, ask your doctor about anything. I'm not a doctor or a dietitian. I should say that. Um, so before you take my advice, like make sure your doctor approves. But I'm just going to share my experience. So, um, so she had me do the green tea. She had me skin brush, um, and then we do this no lipo, lipo like three times a week. Um, well, this when I stopped going to her because it was kind of expensive, and I was. Um, I didn't do the videos myself. I do a little bit of it in the shower. But basically, I noticed that it was the skin brushing and the green tea that was actually making the biggest difference. So basically, skin brushing is detoxing your entire body because your skin is your biggest organ. Do people know that? So, by using these horsehair mitts and rubbing them all over your body in the morning, I honestly found that it gave me more energy for my appearances when I had to get up early in the morning. So, I loved it anyway. And then I also, in my life, this is kind of gross that I'm telling this on the radio, but I had chronic plantar warts from the time I was a little kid until, weirdly, a couple months after I started skin brushing. Like, I literally, doctors could not get rid of them. They were having me on these cancer medications trying to get rid of them. It was crazy. And then I start skin brushing, and they disappear. Um, I need to go to break now, so I'm going to pick up when we come back. Um, but, and I'll tell you the other rituals, but if you've never skin brushed, I seriously recommend it. It's kept me from getting sick a ton. As I said, I've never had a planner's ward again. It's the craziest thing. And I just find it to really revitalize me. So make sure you stay tuned and I will have tons more tips when we return.
2: This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Irso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, Look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers
3: Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best,
1: Hear
2: the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers.
0: You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's one 866 472 five seven nine five or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com now back to have it all
1: hey everyone welcome back uh i am talking revitalizing those new year's resolutions or if you've never started them getting started on changing your health in a way you actually enjoy um with concrete strategies and things um Before the break, I was talking about my rituals that have changed my life and have helped me keep the weight off. And number one is skin brushing. Um, I was elaborating on that. But I seriously can't say enough about it. Um, I I literally feel like it's totally changed, as I said, my health in general. Like, I've gotten sick a lot less. And uh, it gives me more energy in addition to so many other things. So if you've never tried that, seriously, it takes six minutes in the morning. Um, I'm happy to give you the lowdown on how to do it. Or you can go to carolmaggio.com. I think it's carolmaggio.com. But again, I'll I'll happily send you that info. Um, I'm not selling for her. Um, I just seriously, like I met her many years ago. She's helped a lot of Hollywood types and she really did, um, turn me onto that. And it's, it's really changed things for me. So, um, try it, get your skin brushes wherever you want. You don't have to go to her website. Um, but just try it if you're having trouble. Okay. Um, and as I said, that's the one thing that I make time for. Cause especially if I'm getting sick, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, but just do it. Okay. Number two, believe it or not, I know a lot of experts say don't weigh yourself every day. For me, I need to. Now, granted, there's this line of obsession. I kid you not, when I was super overweight, I weighed myself as many as, like, 30 times a day. It's embarrassing to admit. Um, and now, I weigh myself once in the morning. And for me, like, yes, when we're, as women, our hormones change, and sometimes we're two pounds up. And I know that if I ate something salty last night, I'm going to be two pounds up. I don't use it as this, like... You know, oh, let's beat myself up. Or, oh, if I'm two pounds up, I'm going to starve. And if I'm two pounds down, I'm going to eat more or whatever, which I know can happen. So if that's you, this is one of those times to be like, nope, not taking that advice. So much better for me to just walk away and not look at it at all. And I'll tell you that uh, Brett Hobel, one of the trainers from Biggest Loser and I, Um, have this ongoing debate. He's like, if you're doing what you're supposed to, you don't need a scale. And he's like always saying he's going to throw away my scale. And I'm like, Brett, I'm not always doing what I'm supposed to. It's great that you can, but I can't. Um, So I like it because I don't want to get to the point, you know, people say, oh, you can tell by your clothes. I don't want to get to the point where my clothes are too tight. I want to just know like that I'm in a range and when I'm not in that range, then it really does. And and I mean, I'm talking five pounds so that when I'm up a couple pounds because I'm hormonal or whatever, or I'm up a couple pounds because I, um, you know, had salt or I'm down a couple pounds because I'm dehydrated, it doesn't trigger me. It's just like, okay, good. I'm in the range. And when I'm getting to the top of it, I make it a 911 that I am working out that day. I'm doing something active. No matter what's going on, I'm going to make it happen. And even if it means running up and down the stairs in my house. Uh, And then I also like, you know, just put myself on a no sugar thing or no whatever it is thing. Or I'm eating three times as many vegetables or whatever, just so that I never have this huge amount of weight to lose again. So again, that may or may not work for you. But if you don't weigh yourself and you feel yourself out of control, maybe try that. Um, Number three for me is drinking the green tea, or there's a tea called gaiusa. Both of them give energy. Now, again, this is one, check with your doctor before you do it, because it does have caffeine. But I really believe that that speeds up my metabolism and gives me more energy, particularly before I go work out, if I have caffeine before I work out. And again, I don't have a heart condition if you do check with your doctor particularly. I mean, check with your doctor anyway, but... Um, but that burst of energy, because if I'm tired, when I start working out, I don't work out as hard or I don't play tennis as hard. Uh, and I actually lost my tennis match this weekend and it, it was super funny because the woman I was playing with, um, when she got to the court, she was like, do, do they sell Gatorade here? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't really drink it. And, um, and then, you know, we asked somebody and she's like, well, I can't buy, um, I can't buy it here because at the club it's all on like membership numbers and stuff and I was like oh you know I can give you my number and whatever so I did and I like basically bought her Gatorade she said she was going to give me the money back I bought her Gatorade and like the match went so long and honestly I should have not that I would have had Gatorade but I would have had something to energize me and I didn't because I didn't realize how long the match was and I didn't realize how low energy I was she never ended up paying me for the Gatorade which who cares it was $3 but it was kind of funny because I basically funded her having more energy energy, um, than me. And she won in a tie break. <laughs> and I bet without that Gatorade, she wouldn't have. Um, so, or had I, I actually, if I had just had anything, um, I should have had orange juice with me or, um, some sort of bar or something. And I just didn't like a dummy. So anyway, um, and that actually will lead me into one of my other tips in a minute, but, uh, so, If you haven't tried that and you can try that, try doing that before you work out. Like, get that burst of energy, go work out. Okay, number four is getting your veggies in. Uh, I have a lot of green juices that I've put on my Facebook page um, that, you know, in those quick cut videos and things, because I think it's really important that we have options for green juices. And when I say get your greens in, um, you can either do a veggie omelet. In the morning, you can do a breakfast wrap that has some spinach in it. But I find that when I have vegetables in the morning, and trust me, I am not a, like, I know there's a lot of chefs and people who do healthy food who, like woke up loving kale or loving broccoli. That is not me. I promise. Like my mom says I spit out my pea baby food most of my childhood. I didn't eat my vegetables. There were a million times where like I remember putting peas in my mouth and then like running upstairs to the bathroom and spitting them out, which in retrospect, I should have just eaten them because they would have been in my mouth less time. But I was super stubborn and hated vegetables and but now I really like them. I've, um, one, because I go to a farmer's market or get them, you know, get good, fresh vegetables. Like if you've never had peas from like a really good farm, huh, they're, they're almost, I mean, they're not candy, obviously don't get me wrong, but they're, they taste like candy compared to the canned peas. Um, the canned peas are just like vile, And in my opinion, um, I've never had any that I like. And even, I don't know. The frozen ones can be okay, but the ones that are like fresh from the garden can actually be pretty pleasant, especially if you put them in a salad or something. So, um, but in the morning, as I said, when I don't have vegetables in the morning, I find myself craving, um, sometimes sugar, um, but just craving in general. So now when, Everything's been crazy with jelly bean like my assistant literally has been making my greens juices because I mean sometimes some days I wasn't even eating um, for hours and hours and hours and so I just asked her you know it's again I know not everybody has an assistant to do that and it's pathetic and ridiculous in on one hand that, I, you know, am a chef and I'm asking my assistant to throw things in a blender for me. Um, but it's just what I need right now. And that brings me to my next thing, which is ask for help. Um, I know that, you know, a lot of us aren't good at asking for help. I'm I, I'm one of them. And it was so funny because when Jellybean was about to come on the scene, a lot of people were giving me a lot of advice. And my favorite advice with someone who said, I'm going to give you two pieces of advice. Number one is when people offer to help, say yes. They're like, at this time in your life, you need help more than anything else. I know you're not a person who needs, like who thinks you need help. you like to do everything by yourself. She's like, just take, like never turn down help. And she's like, number two, never listen to anybody's advice, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. Um, But I did think that that advice to get help was great. And honestly, I've found myself in mommy breakdown mode a couple times. Um, I'm sure every mom out there can relate to this. Um, I had my first mommy meltdown a couple days after Jelly Bean arrived when um, she is on Medi-Cal, obviously. And um, because she's a foster child, I don't know if people know that actually, that foster children um, get free medical until they're 20, like even after they're adopted. And so I live in kind of an affluent neighborhood and I was told the day before Thanksgiving that I had to take her to a pediatrician um in 2 days and I'm like 2 days is like it, it, and I picked her up from the hospital at like 5:30 on um, Thanksgiving Eve. So I'm like, I have to have her at a doctor. you know, on Friday of Thanksgiving. Is anybody even going to be in? And then they're like, Oh yeah. And granted, like if you mess any of this stuff up because of the County, like they could take her away from me. I mean, they probably aren't going to, but you know, it's just really important that when they give you something to do, you do it. So I, you know, Wednesday night, Before Thanksgiving, I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? And then they said, oh, well, you can take her on Monday. Just make sure she gets to a doctor on Monday. And if there's any problems over the weekend, like, obviously take her to urgent care. Okay, cool. So Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, she's fine. I haven't slept because I'm one of those people who like I had never really cared for a newborn and I was afraid she was going to die in the middle of the night. And every time she moved, like I would be like, are you okay? Are you okay? You know, being the um, overprotective over whatever mother. So by Monday morning, holiday weekend, being alone, I'm like, you know, exhausted when she gets up at 7 a.m. I get up and I start trying to call doctors and every doctor, not only were they telling me like nobody had given me her Medi-Cal number um, because it was a holiday weekend. She hadn't gotten one yet. And, Nobody had told me, like, how I go about any of this. And meanwhile, like, the local pediatricians I'm calling, I'm just like, if I need to pay for it, I'll pay for it. Well, the local pediatricians are like, oh, you know, unless she has siblings who are already patients, we're not taking new patients. And and so forget even finding a Medi-Cal person. So I'm having, like, my mommy breakdown, my first mommy breakdown. And I literally had to say to my assistant at 10 a.m., I'm like, can you please handle this? Because I hadn't eaten anything. I was absolutely exhausted. And, you know, but it's those kind of times where you really need to rely on help. Also, when I was, um, getting ready for jelly bean, I had an intense amount of things to do to baby proof. And I was feeling myself overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm never going to get to the gym. I'm never going to be able to do these things. So I decided to throw what I called happy baby hours. They were literally like happy hours. I, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I sent out these pretty like evites and basically was like, I need to baby proof my house. I need your help. Who wants to come over and drink cocktails and help me build a crib and things? And it was amazing how many women showed up for me. And they were all like, this was such a good idea. And we turned it into these parties. So. Again, like, that allowed me the time to work out. It allowed me to, like, when the social worker showed up, look stress-free. We had pictures of all these women helping and, like, creating the love for Jelly Bean. So where in your life can you create a party around getting what you need? And, again, that goes back to the workout thing. But, again, like, really see, like, do you have an assistant? Can that person help you? Do you have a husband who might want to make you green juices? Because... He is in support of you working out. Um, Can one of your children do it for you? Because they're in support of you getting your dream. Um, If you have to do it yourself, it's not that big a deal, honestly. I mean, yes, I just said that I was having my assistant do it. If I had to do it myself, I would, to be honest. Like, that is one thing. But it was just something that, you know, I have so much to do. It's something easy for her to do. So I'm like, just get it off my plate so I don't have to think about it. So think in your life, like where can you pawn off your health needs so that someone else can do them for you so you can stick with them? Okay, then um, I think, speaking of green juices, if you don't already have like a killer blender with a to-go cup, um, I would seriously recommend that you put that on your list of next spend. Like, literally, it changes my life when I can just throw stuff in there. And, you know, if it's even if it's a protein shake, um, if I'm starved, and I'm about to jump on the radio, and I didn't have time to eat breakfast, I can literally go put a scoop of protein and some orange juice or a scoop of protein and some almond milk and some coffee powder in a blender. And you know, I'm set in seconds, because I have this great to go cup. Um, And then that takes me to the next thing. So Let's picture uh, a person who's handicapped, right? When they have their wheelchair, they can function as, you know, a normal person. They really can for the most part. I mean, yes, I realize it's it's much bigger a burden to be handicapped and it takes longer to do things. And there's a lot of things. I don't mean to diminish that at all. But just think of the difference between a person with a wheelchair with I mean a person who has a handicap with their wheelchair versus a person with a handicap who doesn't. So if you have the handicap of craving foods and eating improperly and all of the things that I like I considered that to be my biggest handicap, and I don't have my go-to items I'm in trouble. I actually just said it with the tennis match. Like, honestly, I did have a granola bar in my purse, but I didn't, I didn't realize how long the match was going and I didn't realize that I was sinking in energy. So I could have, I could have had my equivalent to to Gatorade, but I blew it. But, um, so if you don't already have this, one of the big resolutions to me would be to make sure that you have three go-to breakfasts that you can make in less than five minutes that on any given day, so whether it be like one of my favorites when I'm super slammed is chocolate protein powder with chocolate almond milk or vanilla almond milk and a little bit of coffee powder to make a mocha shake um, that in and of itself that literally it takes three minutes You can get out the door and have it in your hand and you have protein, you have a good, you know, a relatively good breakfast, way better than that muffin or garbage that you'd you'd get. Same thing with dinners. Like, what are those dinners that you can have? For me, when I have nothing else, I literally have a can of tuna in my house at all times. Like, I get the safe catch stuff. And then, um, so I don't have a ton of mercury and I have bean pasta. Um, a lot of companies make it tolerant has it right now. There's another one, um, called Explore Foods, Um, but it's 100% beans. So I'll take those two ingredients. I'll make the pasta. I'll get the tuna. And then I also often have shrimp and will almost always have shrimp in my refrigerator that you can defrost in five minutes. Um, And then I'll make a pasta salad. And I usually have some sort of greens that I can throw in the tuna pasta salad too. Um, But it's just having those three things that you're starved. What can I cook in minutes? That I don't have to think about so that when I come home unexpectedly, I'm never stuck with my pants down, so to speak, and wind up eating a ton of tortilla chips or whatever else is in the house that you, quote, shouldn't be eating until you make dinner. Because we all know, I mean, even the foods that are otherwise healthy, like if I'm starved and I pull out the pistachios or cashews or whatever, I could eat a truckload of those before I get dinner made if I don't have a strategy So again, super, super, super important to get that strategy. Um, I have to go to another commercial break, but I'm going to give you a couple more tips when I come back, and then I'm going to start answering your questions. So stay tuned.
2: don't follow, we leave. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have
1: It All. Hey, everyone. We are talking revitalizing those New Year's resolutions or just getting on track to begin with getting people on board in your life. So I've been uh, telling you the routines that I have in my life that have allowed me to keep 30 pounds off without I should have said I don't count calories. Um, but I can go into that a little more, too, in a minute. But basically, I said skin brushing. If you've never tried it, I'd strongly recommend it. Weigh yourself every day. If it doesn't create an obsession for you, it's very helpful to me um, at this point in my life. Um, Drink green tea or Gaiusa tea. Check with your doctor before you do that. But if you can do it, it'll um, pump up your workouts, too. Um, get veggies in in the morning. Super important. You want a lot of fiber in the morning to fill you up. Get a blender with a to-go container. Um, It'll make things much quicker. Always have at least three go-to breakfast options that you know that you like, that you'll look forward to. And then also dinner options and lunch options. Um, Also, when it comes to lunch, make sure that if you ever get stuck in the office and you have to order food, that you know what you're ordering before you're in that crunch. If you wait until... You are, you know, starving and you have to make choices. That's not good. Instead, have your like three go to healthy options picked out the exact way you order them um, so that you know you won't get caught with your pants down. Um, And then next tip that I hadn't gotten to yet was don't delay those workouts um, I wake up in the morning, a lot of people will see me do my Facebook lives and things and I'm always in yoga or workout clothes. It's because if I get dressed up in the morning, it's a lot less likely that I'm going to go work out. So when I have meetings in the morning, like I literally on those days have to schedule my workouts with another person or they won't happen, honestly. And when I'm in super busy mode, like that's what I do. And actually this week, like I'm, I'm just committed to getting back into, um, working out, I said that I didn't for a while with jelly bean. And then when I was so sore this weekend, I realized like how out of shape I really am. Um, I haven't really gained weight on the scale. I haven't felt like my amazing power self, but I hadn't really gained weight on the scale. So I wasn't taking it super, super seriously knowing that I was running up and down the stairs and doing all these things. But, um, when I could barely lift jelly bean on Monday after playing on Sunday, I'm like, Oh crap, I really need to get back to this. So I had a tennis date Last night, like a woman, not a real date. Um, and then I have a tennis date today because I have a lot going on. So consider that. Like, if you know you can't do, your, like, either do your workout in the morning or commit to somebody else. Because if you're like me, it's easier to stay committed to someone else than it is committed to myself. Sad as that is. Um, and then I have a daily manifestation. Do people do this? Do you have visualizations, manifestations, meditations, whatever works for you. But it's really important to have some sort of thing every morning that keeps you motivated. Um, To be honest, I um, was a little like grumbly yesterday. A couple things weren't going right. I've had a number of situations where things have changed in this industry where people don't want to pay us anymore. Um, to do videos, to do, I mean, literally I could walk around doing free content. You know, everybody wants social media for free and then companies doing videos like they don't want to pay. It's crazy. It's like, I have a huge overhead. Um, and I keep getting in these situations where people ask me if I want to do something. They ask me what my rates are. I go and meet them and then they're like, oh yeah, we're not going to pay. And it's like, what? Um, and so it's like, how do you expect me to survive? And especially with Jellybean, um, you know, coming on the scene, obviously, I now need some help with hers and some single parent and things. And so I was just kind of getting in this place where I was angry that people were doing that instead of just knowing that. I mean, there's tons of people who do pay me um, and it can be paid. And I, I just I had to put my foot down and cancel a shoot basically. Because I'm like, this is not, I'm not living in scarcity. This is not who I am to be like, you know, feeling desperate that I need to like be out there because I don't. I mean, yes, it's nice to to get the book out there. And I mean, I have this book coming out and obviously I want to do as much press on it as I can. But to like spend days um, doing something, it's just, that's not the right use of my time. And so we need to have those conversations with ourselves, but also like, I was talking to Christy Whitman yesterday, who has this book called The Art of Having It All. And she's going to be on one of the upcoming episodes. We were pre-taping. And it was really nice to talk to her because she was reminding me what I know, um, which is you can't can't live in lack. You can't live feeling like there isn't enough. Like you have to to really envision that there is enough and then there will be enough of everything. And so every morning I read this lovely sort of vision of what my life is, like how much money I'm making, even though I'm not yet. Um, and, you know, what my life is like with Jelly bean And, you know, I picture all the time, like that day in court where they tell me that she is mine, um, the way I pictured the child that I want And that was putting me like when I was waiting and going through all the stuff with the social workers and like couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting a call for a little while. I mean, I just wasn't licensed. It was not anything to do with me. It was just she was on vacation and, you know, and I was really picturing Jellybean and like what my life would be like with her and all the happiness Um, to be in a really good spot instead of to feel beaten down. So if you don't have a practice like that, I would strongly, strongly recommend it. And again, um, I can talk about that more on a Facebook live or here later. I just, I don't want to take too much time here because I want to answer some of the questions I was asked this morning. So let's jump into that. Um, Melissa Silva asked, what is the best exercise? Wait one second here. I just, okay, wait. What is the best exercise um, to, what does it say here? Oh, my computer's speaking out. Ha, ha, ha. Um, uh, Sorry about this. Okay, what is the best exercise to burn calories when going to the gym and for how long each time? Um, You know, the best exercise, honestly, is the thing that you are most passionate about doing. Um, for me, I would say tennis is definitely because I'm running around, like playing singles tennis, obviously. I'm running around. I'm doing it hardcore. I want to win. Um, but for other people, it really is different. I mean, I think sitting on a bike, like you watch those people sitting on bikes and they're reading something at the same time. Obviously, that's an incredibly different experience than those people in the soul cycle classes who are like spinning their little hearts out. Um, so again, it's that thing that you will do, the thing that you can put your heart into that really is going to be the thing that is the best exercise to burn calories. I know that's, um, I know that's not exactly what I wanted to hear, but you know, if it's a Zumba class for you and you're like totally into it and you're swinging your hips and doing all of that, that's the best thing. So, I mean, you know if you feel your heart rate getting up, like you'll feel that point where you mentally flip into feeling better and not because you're deciding you are, but, Because actually like the endorphins are going and you really feel better. So that's what I would look for. That thing that like literally gets the endorphins pumping that you are not while you're doing it thinking you want to be somewhere else because that was always my problem. I was always wanting to be somewhere else and then I wasn't pushing as hard and I was spending a lot of time and it wasn't getting a lot of results and I was just getting angry because I felt like I was being tortured. Um, What do I do for motivation when I don't feel like doing anything? Um, I honestly, for me at this point, like I know how much better it's going to make me feel. So I, I just do it. But when I really don't, um, I just call a girlfriend, to be honest, like I have my squad of people. Um, As I said, like, I have to make appointments to do it sometimes. Like I just do. I uh, I mean that's the best advice I can give you. Find something fun. Um is it a hike with a girlfriend that you haven't seen in a while? Um, is it uh, you know, even a nature walk or walking the mall if you're a shopper and you wanna window shop quickly, you know, anything, anything. Just um just take a small step because it will lead to things. Again, like obviously Power walking a mall, if you're in middle America, is awesome right now and because it's freezing cold in Maine or wherever you are. But, um, you know, uh, an actual sport or something is going to be better than that, but that's better than nothing. So do what it is that like will bring you joy and you'll fall into it. Because if you do what brings you joy every day, you'll continue to do it. If you feel like you have to do it, you won't be doing it anymore. Um, what are the easiest exercises for a person with limited mobility? Um, this is a hard question um, from Helen Kozak because I don't know what the limited mobility is. I mean, swimming is a good one um, in many ways because if it's your arms that are limited, you can kick. If your legs are limited, you can just stroke at the top. You know, they have those buoy things um, if swimming is a possibility where you live. Um I think I would need to know a little more. I'm so sorry. Um, Lisa Alper, what's your favorite motivational quote? Oh my God. Um, what is my favorite motivational quote? There's so many. I mean, I most of mine are about, you know, failure and um, people who, you know, if, if you've never failed, it's because you haven't tried. Everybody who's going after their dreams. Maybe it's one about like your dreams aren't big enough if you're not failing, but um, you know, you should, we should all have disappointments unless you're living like a super static life. Um, we should all, I don't know, like if you're really, 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 truly striving, um, there's going to be challenges, but there's also going to be so much more joy in the end. And I think that's what we need to remember. Um, Pauline Holzhauser, thoughts on keto. You know what? I don't like diets. I, um, I think a lot of these things are scary and we don't know what they're going to do to our bodies long term. I think they're difficult to follow. I think they're restrictive. I think they make you feel like you're not a normal person. Um, I would rather see everybody eat normal, like eat. A wide variety of things that make you feel good, that include vegetables, that include fresh foods, um, that don't require counting calories so that you eat, you know, normal amounts of foods and things. Um, I, I just, yeah, I have a really tough time with a lot of those things because, um, we don't know. I mean, like the Atkins thing many years ago, you know, people my size were eating four pork chops for breakfast because they could eat as much as they want. And then, you know, your saturated fat is not good for you. But will you drop pounds? Sure you will. So just be really careful. I mean, some of this BuzzFeed, I mean, the the coffee, um, I I forget what it's called, but the coffee that they're putting butter in and things, you know, this is this was started by men. Men have a very different metabolism than women. I don't know that that putting butter in your coffee is the best idea for women. Granted, I'm not a doctor. So what do I know? I mean, ask your doctor any of these questions. But um, but for me, I found so much more sanity by just eating what I love in done in a better way. Um, okay, Jennifer Semple Guzman. I find it difficult to calculate calories if I'm not eating, a- oh, I love this, items separately. For example, I can weigh and calculate chicken, green beans, and a potato, but what about making a dish for the family? Do you calculate the calories in each item and then divide it by servings? If so, how do you figure out how many servings they will be? Well, yes. Um, actually, I- I'm not sure if you're familiar with MyFitnessPal, but this is um, exactly the kind of thing that I calculate when I'm figuring out the nutrition analysis for all my recipes I put in like you know if I'm making enchiladas I put in how much chicken I put in how many tortillas I put in you know all the ingredients and then yes you divide it by the number of servings so but the thing that I will tell you is that if you're eating you know about four ounces of lean protein per person and if you're eating you know about 150 calories worth of carbs so that could be like you know an eight ounce potato, or it could be a couple of corn tortillas, or it could be, um, you know, a half cup of rice, brown rice, of course, um, things like that. Then you can pair the stuff together and you don't even need to calculate the calories because you'll just know that it's coming together correctly. Um, and then you don't have to worry about it, which is how I don't count calories. I know basic calories for most things. Um, but, as I said, I don't need to count every meal. Okay. I am running out of time. I have only two minutes left. So I'm going to answer one more question. Next on the list, um, is Rebecca Lyles morning, I'm so sorry. I'm totally killing your name. Morinko. Morinko? I think so. What ratio of carbs, protein, fats do you recommend? I personally go very balanced. I eat, as I just said, you know, one serving of lean protein, um, four ounces for women, usually six ounces for men, depending your goals. Um, And then I eat one carb that comes out to about 150 calories. And then um, I fat. um, I just eat a little bit. I know that's kind of crazy. But, you know, usually um, a little bit of avocado. If I'm doing salmon, obviously, I don't need to add extra fats, things like that. And I mean, if you follow like the balance kind of thing or the body for life type um regimes, that's what I find to be most successful. Um, I hope this show has been helpful to everyone. I hope that you have some new ideas. I hope that you'll take all the pressure off yourself and not come up with these crazy resolutions that have you overhauling your whole life, but instead we will truly, truly look for the fun. Grab that friend, grab another healthy recipe, make sure you have things pre-planned so that you're never stuck with your pants down and you have options that you're truly going to enjoy. And let's just start over like in this minute and not beat ourselves up. I hope this show was helpful. I'll see you next week. Oh, and remember, next week is all about love on Valentine's Day, but not the traditional love. Have a great one.
0: Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern time. 9am pacific time on the voice america influencers channel until we talk again have a fit and fun week